Hashtag walk away. I love this video. Mr. Reagan. To begin this video, this guy does something kind of brilliant. He presents a list, a list of things that he is against. The list includes the following things. Racism, homophobia, tyrannical groupthink, suppression of free speech, junk science and superstition, and hate. I staunchly reject racism of any kind. I reject the marginalization of any human being based off of their gender or sexual orientation. I reject tyrannical groupthink. I reject a system which allows an ambitious, misinformed, and dogmatic mob to suppress free speech, create false narratives, and apathetically steamroll over the truth. I reject the acceptance of junk science and superstition to advance ideological agendas. I reject hate. These are the reasons why I became a liberal. And these are the same reasons why I am now walking away. Now, why is this brilliant? It's brilliant because it's a list of things that the left proposes to fight against, but in fact just uses to manipulate people. So what he's saying is, I'm against these things. The left purports to hold those same values, but the left doesn't actually hold those values, and that's why I'm walking away. And he's absolutely right. The left uses the idea of vulnerable people as a weapon in politics. Separating people into groups based off of identity and then organizing them into camps of victims and oppressors. So they create this narrative that says, look, there's all these vulnerable people. The right doesn't care about them. We do care about them. If you care about vulnerable people, you'll be on our side. It's a completely false narrative. The right looks for and tries to help the real vulnerable people in the world. We're not sitting there inventing vulnerable people to feel bad about so that we can use as a marketing tool our sympathy for these vulnerable people. We, we look for real vulnerable people and we look for ways to help those people. The left invents vulnerable people. They manufacture the illusion of oppression so that they can then fight against that imaginary oppression and look like heroes. It's, it's so insidious, it's so awful. And the fact that this guy recognized that and is now walking away from the left I, I absolutely love it. It's fantastic. If you are a person of color, an LGBT person, a woman, or an American immigrant, the Democratic Party wants you to know that you are a victim and destined to stay that way, and that no amount of hard work or motivational action will ever allow you to overcome your victimhood or the privilege of those around you. This is perhaps the Democratic Party's greatest and most insidious lie. So let's break down the initial issues that he expresses. Racism, homophobia, sexism. No reasonable person is going to believe that there's all this oppression against these people anymore, right? Nobody really thinks that. So instead, what do they say? They say, white people are evil, men are evil, cisgendered heteronormativity is evil. I have watched as formerly sensible people who claim to reject racism have come to embrace the principles of universally hating and blaming all of society's problems on all people who have white skin. I have witnessed the irony of advocacy for gender equality morph into blatant hatred and intolerance of men and masculinity. I have seen the once earnest fight for equality for the LGBT community mutate into an illogical demonization of heteronormativity and the push to vilify and attack our conventional concepts of gender. They're not advocating protecting vulnerable people. They're trying to create a new sort of vicious hierarchy of dominance in America. A hierarchy where you're not judged by the content of your character, but you're judged by the color of your skin. You're judged whether you're gay, black, trans, female, poor, Muslim, single parent, whether you're an immigrant. The more of these immutable characteristics that you can claim, the better a person you are. The fewer you can claim, the more evil you are. Then he goes on to talk about the suppression of free speech. The left has now decided that its point of view is the only acceptable one, and that suppressing, censoring, and banning open dialogue and debate is virtuous and progressive. This one's obvious. The open exchange of ideas is fundamental to Western civilization. Anyone who opposes this is going to lose that battle. This is why it's so baffling to me that the left has embraced this 
as one of their primary issues. Like, I get how they got there, but the fact that moderate leftists have allowed this to become sort of like a major talking point in leftist ideology, right? The suppression of speech. I, it was just, it's just a bad move. I suppose sometimes these things can get out of control, but moderate leftists should be condemning this with a much louder voice, right? There should be a lot of opposition to this, you know, within the Democratic Party, amongst leftists everywhere. I understand people are afraid to turn off some viewers of their media or some voters or something like that, but you can't let this become a big issue on your side. You're going to lose. That's why a lot of people are leaving the left. And the reason why I don't mind giving out that advice is because I don't think anybody's going to take it. I think they're just going to let this become a huge issue until it finally burns itself out in like four years or five years or something. Which I, I don't... Maybe, it, maybe it'll last longer. Hopefully it'll last like 10 years. If the left keeps trying to suppress speech, that's good for the right. Because nobody really wants that. I mean, nobody... No reasonable person wants that. So we'll take all the leftists that you have that want free speech. You can all come to the right. We're happy to have you. All right, then he says, junk science and superstition. This one is kind of funny and kind of ironic. Leftist ideas tend to be rooted in atheism, right? Atheism tends to venerate objective, measurable, scientific data. They ridicule religion as superstition, and they ridicule religious people as fools. However, given the panic around anthropogenic climate change, oil pipelines, and genetically modified foods, which are not only perfectly healthy, but amazing, we now see that the left is far less rational than religious conservatives when it comes to science. Then he says, hate. I don't really need to comment on this so much. He's got a lot of visuals in his video illustrating the left's utter and absurd hatred of the right. But I'll just add this. Did you ever see anyone on the right publicly state F Obama? I didn't. I'm going to say one thing. F Trump. Okay. So now he lists what he realizes the left has become and what I think the left has always been and it's just revealing itself to be. Intolerant, inflexible, illogical, hateful, misguided, ill-informed, un-American, hypocritical, menacing, callous, ignorant, narrow-minded, and fascistic. I think it's a pretty good list. For years now, I've watched as the left has evolved into intolerant, inflexible, illogical, hateful, misguided, ill-informed, un-American, hypocritical, menacing, callous, ignorant, narrow-minded, and at times, blatantly fascistic behavior and rhetoric. Okay, so let's, let's break down these descriptions. Now, some of these are related, so I'm going to group them together. Intolerant and hateful. If you are straight, white, conservative, Christian, or male, you are the enemy. They are not tolerant of your views, and they will often automatically hate you. He also uses the terms inflexible and narrow-minded. I've grouped them together because I think one leads to the other. I think their narrow-mindedness leads to their inflexibility. But I don't just think they're inflexible. I think they're increasingly inflexible, right? They're more and more inflexible. The left used to say, keep an open mind. You never hear them say that anymore. Their rigid views are ever-narrowing. As the left constantly redefines who it must exclude from its circle of elevated victims, it's, it's very quickly killing itself. It used to include everyone. I mean, the left used to embrace everyone. First, it started to exclude straight white men. Then came straight white women and Asians. Why Asians? Because they don't fit into their oppressed minority narrative. 
Asians do better than white people using any metric. They make more money. They do better in school. They commit fewer crimes. They're arrested less. They go to jail less. They just, they just do better across the board. The statistics don't bear out the narrative if we include Asians, so we gotta kick them out. Straight black men are excluded sometimes because, you know, toxic masculinity. I think gay white men are now excluded because they too tend to do better on a lot of metrics. I think a lot of gay men make so much money and do so well in our society, it's hard to make an argument that they're severely oppressed anymore, right? People tend to celebrate homosexuality now as opposed to marginalizing gays. There are so many white gay men on television now, it's ridiculous. And for that matter, black gay men, Asian gay men, fat gay men, skinny gay men, I mean, gay men is like pretty much all you see on ABC and CW now. I actually, I imagine that soon white lesbians will be out. Gay black men they'll start to exclude. I imagine that eventually the left will consist exclusively of trans black Muslim lesbian immigrants, but only the ones on welfare. He also uses the terms ignorant, illogical, misguided, ill-informed, and hypocritical. And I've included all of these in the same, in the same bunch because ignorant, illogical, misguided, ill-informed, hypocritical. I think they all... I think they all stem from a lack of reason. Leftist thinking tends to emerge from emotion. They're constantly playing on the emotion of their electorate. They make commercials, they create campaigns that all tug at the heartstrings, right? Like the crying child at the border, or the idea that women only make 70% of what a man makes, right? It appeals to your sense of justice, like, like, oh, this is a terrible thing, right? It's like a gut impulse. And emotion is inconsistent with reason. You should all just look at it like this. Right wing, reason. Left wing, emotion. That's it. Yeah, all of the descriptions that he has here, ignorant, illogical, misguided, ill-informed, hypocritical, these are all effects of a lack of reason. He also uses the term un-American, which I don't really know if I need to comment on this, <laughs> but I don't just think that the left is un-American, I think they're anti-American. They're hateful of America. It always amazes me how often I hear leftists say that they hate America. Okay, go live in Venezuela. Everyone who does not comply with their prejudicial conclusions and follow their orders is a racist, a bigot, a Nazi, a white supremacist, homophobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, misogynistic, and alt-right extremist. I think this kind of rhetoric is what's waking up a lot of people to the absurdity of the left. And a lot of them can't bring themselves to join the right, so this walkaway movement is perfect for them. It's better to have no affiliation than to have a bad one. Once upon a time, I was a liberal. But liberalism has changed, and I will no longer be a part of an ideology or political party that represents everything that contradicts my values of unity, equal opportunity, personal empowerment, compassion, and love. So I am walking away. And I encourage all of you to do the same. Walk away. This is such a great message. Look, not everybody can embrace the right. Maybe they're an atheist. Maybe they hate the Republican father. Maybe they could just never get over their years of disgust of the Republican Party. You know, emotional motivations can be impossible to get over. But this is a great solution. Don't join the right. Just say goodbye to the left. Walk away. All right, that's it for me. If you like what I'm saying here, please consider donating a dollar or two to my Patreon. I've also got some merchandising down there in the description. You can click on that as well, buy a Mr. Reagan mug or t-shirt. And I'm coming out with a book soon. It's gonna be a book of short stories. I'm gonna do a whole video on it so you can see what that is. Um, and that's gonna be free, but if you would like to pay for it, you can. That'll help to subsidize uh, th this whole thing that I'm trying to do. And if you wanna know my real motivation for, for all of this, 
It's essentially to make it clear to people that conservatives are not evil. The way I see it, the right sees leftists as kind of ignorant, right? They're kind of fooled by leftist media. But the left sees the right as evil. And I'm not really trying to convince anybody to be right-wing. I mean, I, if I can, that would be great. But my real fundamental idea here is just to convince people that the right isn't evil. We come from a place of altruism. We're trying to make the world a better place. We just have ways of doing it that may not seem so obvious. If you like this video, hit the like button. If you want to see more videos like this, hit subscribe. And if you hate me, shut off your computer, turn around, and walk away. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the anti-heap of totalitarians. And regardless of their humanitarian motive, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course.